0: What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to another episode of Time, time Sports Podcast, hosted by Joey may So in this episode, I'm going to recap what happened in last weekend's wildcard weekend in the NFL, and then I'll also preview today's games and tomorrow's games in the divisional round. I'm going to go pretty quick in this since I don't really have too much time today, so I'll recap the games really quick and then preview today's and tomorrow's games very fast as well. So we'll start off with last weekend's win for the Houston Texans over the Cleveland Browns, 45-14 to win for Houston, the Browns had the number one defense in the NFL this season, in the regular season, and they gave up 31 points to Houston. You might wonder, where did the other 14 points come from? Joe Flacco threw two pick sixes in this game on back-to-back drives, abysmal series of events for Cleveland. That basically just put a nail in the coffin and ended their chances of winning the game. I thought the Browns' offense and their defense would be better in this game, but I'm happy for C.J. Stroud, a guy I was very high on coming into the season, and I thought the Texans would make strides this year but I didn't think they'd be this good this season. I thought they'd make strides to be more competitive and be a seven or an eight win team. I didn't see them win a playoff game this season. So they exceeded my expectations and my expectations for Houston this season and CJ Stroud were higher than most people probably in the sports world. So obviously I'm happy for CJ Stroud. He tied the rookie record for the most touchdown passes in a playoff game. The youngest quarterback to ever win a playoff game as well. Youngest quarterback to ever win a playoff game, 22 years old in 102 days. Very impressive. He was 16-21 for 21 in this game, 274 yards and three touchdowns. Rookie pass rusher Will Innocent did have a sack as well in this game. Quite a draft this past April by the Houston Texans. The Chiefs took down the Miami Dolphins 26-7. to 7. Miami had the best offense in the NFL in the regular season. They only scored seven points in this game. It was freezing in Kansas City, negative four degrees for temperature, negative 27 with a wind chill. Obviously, a very cold game. Miami's used to the warm. Kansas City's used to the cold, so they have an advantage there. I rolled with Miami in my predictions. Since I was more picking from the hot in this game, since I've liked Miami all season long, I wanted them to win this game. Just too many injuries on defense. They had some banged up players on offense as well. Devon Achan, Jalen Waddle, both those guys weren't 100%. Obviously, going to be tough to win a game like that. Kansas City, props to them. They found a way to come out and win, obviously, in a freezing cold game. Patrick Holmes did his thing. 262 passing yards and a passing touchdown in that one. So obviously a big game from Holmes. Also ran the ball well, two carries of for 41 yards with a 28-yard carry at one point. So ran the ball well. Rasheed Rice looked very good in this game. Eight catches, 130 yards on touchdown. He was a rookie I was very high on heading into the season. The five rookies I talked about the most on my podcast while the season began were Puka Nakua, CJ Stroud, Tank Dell, Devon A. Chan, and Rasheed Rice. All five guys were absolute studs this season. And none of those guys besides C.J. Stroud were high draft picks. C.J. Stroud was a top three pick, second overall pick to Houston. But the rest of those guys, I just found out about whether I was watching them play in college or reading about them in the offseason. And I figured they'd have big seasons just looking at their highlights, looking at what they did in college, and looking at their strengths and what offenses they were in. All five of those guys played very well this season, obviously had big rookie years. So now I'm going to move on to talk about the Green Bay Packers and Dallas Cowboys game. The Packers surprised the entire country in this one with a 48-32 upset win over Dallas. Dallas was undefeated at home on the regular season. They were my Super Bowl pick, but I did acknowledge in my preview last weekend, the Cowboys didn't really beat anybody good in the regular season. They didn't really beat too many good teams. And after looking at how my first day went in the NFL wildcard weekend, seeing the Browns lose to Houston and Miami lose to Kansas City... I woke up last Sunday morning knowing that the Packers would win that game against Dallas. Since I knew my bracket was just going to completely fall apart and I was going to get everything wrong. So I knew Green Bay was going to win when I woke up last Sunday morning. I just knew that's the way things were going to be trending. Dallas was trailing in this game 27-7 to at halftime. Dak Prescott threw a pick six right before halftime to make it a 27 to nothing game late in the second quarter. Dallas did drive down the field, Don't get a touchdown to Jake Ferguson, who did have three touchdowns in this game. So it was 27-7 at halftime. The Cowboys didn't really catch many breaks early in the game. Jordan Love played great in his playoff debut, 16-21, of with 272 passing yards and three passing touchdowns. Nearly identical stat line to what C.J. Stroud did in that Browns-Texans game. Aaron Jones made it easier on that entire offense. He looked like the Aaron Jones of old. Some crisp and strong running, 21 carries, 118 yards, and three touchdowns. He was great in this game. My boy, Dontavion Wicks, had a good game as well. Two catches for 25 yards and a touchdown. I really like that Green Bay young receiving core. They got Bo Melton, Dontavion Wicks, Romeo Dobbs, Christian Watson. There's a lot of young, solid receivers in that core there. So props to Green Bay scouting department. They find a lot of good talent later in the rounds at the wide receiver position. So like I said... I figured Green Bay would win this game after both of the games I picked last weekend fell apart. So credit to Green Bay. They showed up to play. Excited to see what they do in today's game versus the 49ers. The Rams lost a close one to Detroit, 24-23. The Rams are right there in this game. Really played with a lot of grit. Kept fighting back. As for Detroit, I didn't really like how they played on defense. I thought they played a little bit dirty on defense. They hit Tyler Higby pretty low. They had some dirty hits, I thought, on Matt Stafford. And also hit Puka Nakua pretty hard over the middle a couple times. And I thought a couple of them maybe weren't too necessary. Matt Stafford did take some big, unnecessary hits in this game. He is a tough dude. He did fight through it. He also was booed as he came out of the tunnel by the Detroit fans, which I didn't like. He gave everything to that franchise that he could. They just didn't really have enough there to contend with them for more than a couple seasons. He did do all he could, though, for Detroit. Still gives back to the Detroit community as well. Didn't really like the booing of them, but I guess that's just the way fans are. Matt Stafford was 25-36 passing in this game, 367 yards and two touchdowns. Puka Nakua was definitely battling some injuries, but he balled out, as always. Nine catches, 181 yards and a touchdown. Cooper Cup was held to just five catches, 27 yards in this game. Credit to the Detroit defense. They found a way to lock him up in that one. Jared Goff looked good and crisp as well. 22-27 of passing, 277 yards and a touchdown. Threw a touchdown pass to Sam Laporta in his return from being hurt. Good to see him back on the field for the Lions. The Rams are down twenty-one to seventeen at halftime. Only allowed three points in the second half. The Rams' defense really stepped up and made a lot of adjustments. Forced a lot of punts in the second half, and that's what made it a close game, especially late in that one. They only lost by a point. As for Buffalo, they took down Pittsburgh thirty-one to seventeen on Monday night. My only correct prediction from the Wildcard weekend round. Pittsburgh made a little bit of noise, though they were down. At one point in the game, 17 to nothing, they made it a 24-17 to 17 game in the third quarter. They had a touchdown pass from Mason Rudolph to Calvin Austin to make it a one-score game midway through the third quarter, but that was the closest they got. Josh Allen looked very good in this game, 21-30 passing, 203 yards, three passing touchdowns. Also added in eight carries for 74 yards and a touchdown on the ground. That could mean he's due for a bad game this weekend since you really have a lot of give-and-take games with them, great games and bad games. Could mean he's due for a bad game. We'll see what my prediction is in just a few minutes. As for Tampa Bay, they destroyed the Eagles on Monday night, 32-9. Blew them out, outscoring the Eagles 16 to nothing in the second half. Jalen Hurts in that Philly offense did not look right. A.J. Brown's absence was definitely noticeable, which, as you'd imagine, one of the best receivers in the NFL. When he's not in the offense, obviously it's going to make a big difference. The Eagles finished the regular season on a really bad note. I think they were 1-6 in their last seven games in the regular season. And most of the time, the teams that go into the playoffs hot typically are the teams that can make runs. You don't need playing bad football. Heading into the playoffs. Because once you make it into the playoffs, it's one and done. There's no time to figure things out. There's no, oh, if we lose today, we can figure things out next week. That's not the case in the playoffs. It's usually whatever team is the hottest team and the healthiest team. Typically, they find a way to win a lot of those games in the playoffs. The Eagles found a way to really struggle at the end of the regular season. That's why that Tim and Bay team really took advantage of them. Baker Mayfield balled out in this game. 22 of 36 passing, 337 yards and three touchdowns. Tim's defense did step up in a big way in this one. They had a safety of Jalen Hurts. Also allowed just 275 yards in this game. If they could do that again in the division round, they could beat Detroit this weekend. I really believe that. As for what the games are for this weekend, now I'm going to give a quick preview of the games for today and tomorrow. We have the Texans at the Ravens today at 430. I'm excited for this game. I think this one's going to be the best game of the weekend. I think it's going to be very close. I do think there will be an upset in today's games, whether it's Green Bay or Houston winning against the Ravens or the 49ers. Lamar Jackson versus CJ Stroud. I'm a big fan of both quarterbacks, two top quarterbacks in the NFL this season. Lamar Jackson, the MVP, versus probably the rookie of the year in C.J. Stroud. Baltimore's defense has been great this season. They can really suffocate opposing quarterbacks like we saw in that Ravens-Niners game when the Ravens-Defense really made Brock Purdy struggle in that one. But CJ Stroud hasn't let pressure really get to him too much this season. I do think the Texans will be right there, but I think the Ravens find a way to win 24-20. Like I said, though, I wouldn't be surprised, though, if there's an upset between the Texans winning today or the Packers beating the Niners. The Packers at the 49ers tonight at 8-15. If the Packers play like they did against Dallas last weekend, I think they'll be right there in that game. I expect both of today's matchups to be very close. The big question in today's game though is this: Can the Packers' defense force a few turnovers out of Brock Purdy? Can they make it hot on Brock Purdy and force him to make some mistakes? That'll be the big difference maker in this game because Brock Purdy and that 49ers team hasn't had to play from down too often. If the Packers have a lead in the second half, I think they win that game. I really do. I need a big upset pick in this weekend's games. I need a hot take. I'm going to roll Green Bay winning this game 33-27. I know it's a big hot take. I was completely wrong last weekend, so what's the difference if I have another wrong take this weekend as well? I'm going to roll with the Green Bay Pack is winning this one 33-27. Next up, we have the Bucks at the Lions tomorrow at 3 p.m. I think the Lions are a little bit overrated. The Bucs did play with an edge last weekend. They played with a chip on their shoulder against Philadelphia on Monday night. That's what I think will be the difference maker in this game. If they can find a way to use that momentum from Monday night and take it into Detroit tomorrow, I think they can win this one. The Lions have had a lot of close games this season. And like I said, they did lose to the Bears at one point this season and should have lost the other game to the Bears they played in. So if they find a way to have a tough game on offense and really struggle like they did in those games against the Bears, then I think the Packers can beat them. I'm rooting for the Bucs. So I'm going to roll with them in this one, winning 27-23 in an upset over Detroit. Detroit's the better team roster-wise overall. If you look at the talent on both of those teams, Detroit has the better roster. But I think Philadelphia has a better roster than Tampa Bay as well. And Tampa Bay found a way to beat them on Monday night. It's not always who has the best talent. It's who plays the best on that given day. I think the Bucs can upset them in this one. I think the Bucs will be in the game nevertheless. I'm going to roll with them winning 27-23. With that being said, though, Detroit, if they find a way to be crisp on offense like they were in the first half versus the Rams last weekend, that would be a big difference maker. In the second half... The Lions offense really struggled. If they can find a way to be crisp on offense like they were in the first half against L.A., then I think they win that game. But if they find a way to struggle early on, I think the Bucks take advantage of that like they did in that Philly game on Monday night. So the last game I'm going to mention here is the last game of the weekend. We have the Chiefs at the Bills at 6.30 p.m. tomorrow. The Bills are 3-2 and two in their last five matchups against Kansas City. Both of those two losses in that five-game stretch— We're in the playoffs, the 2021 playoffs and the 2022 playoffs, both of those games being close games. Kansas City always finds a way to beat them in the playoffs, though. So big question is, is that going to repeat this weekend? Is Kansas City going to find a way to beat the Buffalo Bills in the playoffs after they lost them in the regular season? This would definitely be a fun game to watch. Patrick Mahomes versus Josh Allen, two of the best quarterbacks in the NFL going at it. The Bills did beat the Chiefs in the regular season this year, 20-17 at Kansas City. They've actually played the Chiefs five straight games on the road at KC in their last five matchups. This game will be at Buffalo, though. So Buffalo does have a little bit of an advantage there. I think the Bills find a way to win this game. I'm going to roll with the Bills winning this one, 29-27. They were hot to end the regular season. They found a way with their backs against the wall to really come back in the regular season, make a run, and then win the AFC East. Obviously, Buffalo found a way to take advantage of Miami, finding a way to really struggle at the end of the regular season. That's how they won the division. With that being said, though, I do think the NFL would love to see the Chiefs make a run to the Super Bowl. Obviously, it's easy to market Patrick Mahomes and that Chiefs team, but also you can market to all the Swifties out there that are big Taylor Swift fans. I think Taylor Swift has a show in Japan the night before the Super Bowl, but I'm sure the NFL would love to see Taylor Swift fly from Japan to the Super Bowl for the big game and then get to maybe celebrate with the Chiefs if they were to win the Super Bowl. That's all just a crazy prediction of mine. That's what I think could end up happening. I think the Chiefs, if they find a way to make the Super Bowl, I think the NFL would love to see them win since it's easy to market Patrick Mahomes and then obviously you can market to all the Swifties out there as well. But we'll see what happens in tomorrow's game. I think it's going to be a great one between the Chiefs and Bills. I think the Ravens-Texans game I'm looking forward to the most. And I think that ends up being the game of the weekend. But I think this Chiefs-Bills matchup is going to be a fun one to watch. Two quarterbacks going at it that can make plays on their own. Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes. The big difference maker in this game, though, in my eyes, is Kansas City's receiver group. I know Skymore may be back in this weekend's game, but Kansas City doesn't have enough help at the wide receiver position to help out Patrick Mahomes. They don't. They don't have enough help at wide receiver, which that's something they're going to have to figure out in the offseason. Anyways, that'll wrap up this episode. Thank you guys so much for taking the time to listen to this. As always, I appreciate it. I hope you guys have a good one, and I'll see you guys in the next episode. Thank you, and enjoy this weekend's games.